Hello, boxing fans, and welcome to another edition of the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR, Media, and Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. On this episode, I will speak to junior welterweight Javier Molina. Molina takes on former two-division world champion Jose Pedraja this Saturday night in the main event of a top-ranked promoted card live on ESPN+. First, a couple news items. Alexander Povetkin will meet Dillian White in a rematch for their August 22nd heavyweight bout. That fight saw Povetkin get up from two knockdowns to land a thunderous uppercut in the fifth round to put White to sleep. So White is exercising his rematch clause. We'll uh, discuss this fight more as a date gets announced, but uh, I don't know if... Um, actually, the fight's going to be November 21st. I don't know if it's too soon for Dillian White because he did suffer a vicious knockout in that fight, so that remains to be seen. Uh, also, Saddle Events when it first bid to stage the IBF super middleweight elimination bout between Zach Parker and Stefan Hertel. The winner will fight um, Kawa Plant in a mandatory. Uh, I don't know what Plant's going to do next, but uh, he'll have to fight the winner of uh, Parker and, and Hertel. Now here's my interview with former U.S. Olympian and junior welterweight contender Javier Molina. Molina again takes on Jose Pedraza this Saturday night in a it's a it's a crossroads fight, and the winner will go on to bigger and better things because the top rank has a lot of the top junior welterweights out there. So the winner will be in good position. So sit back, relax, enjoy my interview with former U.S. Olympian Javier Molina. We are live here, late Wednesday night here on the East Coast. Let's go all the way out. I believe it. You, you in Las Vegas, Javier? Yeah, I'm in Las Vegas already. He's in Las Vegas. Junior welterweight Javier Molina this Saturday night takes on Jose Pedraza in a big uh, showdown live on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, what's happening, Javier? I'm right here. I'm going to be in the bubble tomorrow. I'm staying at the MGM already, but I don't check into the bubble till tomorrow, tomorrow night. So right now, I mean, just resting, just a few days away from the fight. So let's talk about this fight. Obviously, you're on a roll. You, you're you taking on the former world champion, two-division world champion, Jose Pedraza. What are your thoughts a few days out? Yeah, I mean, um, I, like you said, I've been on a roll. I've had my last couple of fights. I've, I've, uh, I won pretty big. I won uh, my first-round knockout against Hiroki Okada. And then I beat uh, Amir and Mom, unanimous decision. So, I mean, I feel like I'm in a great position right now and beating Pedraza. Will just take me to the next level. I feel like uh, I'll be in the mix to fight for those world titles. Say Josh Hedder and Ramirez do fight, and they and, and the winner goes up, uh, there'll be four titles vacant. So I, I believe uh, with the win over Pedraza, I should be in the mix to, to fight for one of those titles. What's been the difference in these last five fights, especially the last two? Like you said, the first round knockout, and then and then the the win on the Wilder Fury card against Imam. Uh, what's been the difference in the last five fights? I mean, there's been a few changes that I've made uh, with my career. Um, I, uh, my last fight when I lost to Jamal James, I was fighting 147 pounds. Um, and my last uh, five fights I've had at 140 pounds. So I've been feeling a lot better, uh, a lot stronger. This, this is the way I should have been. I mean, I had some uh, discipline issues back then. Um, I got back with my old coach now. I've had my last uh, three, three, no, four, three fights with my coach. I feel like everything's going um, 
just as, as we plan, uh, uh, we will continue on stopping on Saturday. Let's talk about Jose Pedraza for a minute. Obviously, he's been a world champion, 130, 135. He's now been testing the waters at 140 pounds. Uh, what's, um, what are your thoughts on this Jose Pedraza? Not only the Pedraza moving up in weight, but obviously he's been in some wars, been in some big fights. Do you feel he's got uh, maybe a couple, uh, a few too many treads on his tires? I mean, expecting uh, the Raza, he looked good against his, uh, against uh, Le Pierre, his last fight. I think uh, better than what I am. More fat foot. You, I think you're breaking uh, up a little uh, bit uh, here. He has a lot of experience. There you are, Shinko, Javante Davis. He came up. Shooting. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's he's fat. He's like. Lomachenko, uh, Tank Davis, uh, but he came up short. I believe that that I'm in, I'm at that level. I uh, the top level guy. I feel like I can. He type of style. He has a little tricky style. Fighter orthodox. Uh, there's a lot of different things he he does that from other fighters, but I believe we're ready for whatever he likes. To, he wants to bring to the table. Um. You mentioned something before the 140 pound division, and you mentioned obviously uh, you spent you know uh, some years fighting on some PBC cards. Now you're over at top rank, and it seems like the 140 pound division may uh, run through top rank. Like you said, there could be a big uh, four belt fight coming up in the near future with Ramirez and Josh Taylor. Uh, was uh, did, did you see that uh, when you made the move over to top rank? Is that why you did? You saw where the the landscape of the belts uh, were going. Well, for one, I mean, uh, I wanted to rank, but uh, and they also they're the only ones that had reached me at the time. I had gone like two and a half years without fighting, and then um, I had one fight, and then I took like another year without fighting, and then uh, I linked up with Sam, my manager, and he hooked me up with a rank, and it, it made sense. They had all the uh, they had a lot of 140 pounders, the title there before they said, but that remained. I think you've you've you're breaking up a little bit. It's probably the uh, the MGM Grand. Uh, all I have to do is just take advantage of. Uh, you, you're breaking up a little bit. We, we had you good at the beginning. The, yeah, you're breaking up also. Um, I want. I, want, I think it's your Wi-Fi because you, you keep uh, you keep pausing here. <laughs> Give it a minute to see if we can kind of. Stabilize this a little bit. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's freezing more, huh? Yeah. Maybe if you point your phone in a d- different direction, I, I don't know if that that's let gonna. Me, let me let me see is this. We're we're good right now, so. Is it all better now? Yeah, right now it's it's okay. Maybe that's just what it is. Right, maybe, so maybe so we're work. we're talking about you moving over to top rank, uh, and you mentioned uh, you, your manager maybe seeing where a lot of the belts were were heading. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he. Uh, I had a meeting with my manager. Um, he he linked me up with uh, with top rank, and it made sense. Uh, they had a lot of hundred forty pounders. Like Ramirez had the had the titles. Josh Shetter wasn't with them at the time, but now that now that they signed him. I mean, it's even better for for me. That's why I was pulling for Ramirez even in his last fight with Costa, the close fight. But um, it's better to keep the the belts over your top rank. It's easier to to fight for them. 
Um, obviously, you were a 2008 Olympian, and you, you know sometimes you know when you come out of the Olympics, the expectations and everything. Did you feel that uh, you know maybe at first it, there, there may have been too many expectations, and now you're really finally hitting your stride? I mean, I don't believe it was the expe- the expectations that messed me up. I just feel like I just went completely off track, man. I I I believe like I could have been I could have been like uh, me and Pedraza. We I think he made his debut like uh, probably later than I did. I, I turned pro at, um two, well, it was like over eleven years ago, but he he had he fought he was a two time world champ. Now I could have been in that position, but just the uh, the fact that the discipline issues and me fighting at a heavier weight, I should have. I should have turned pro at 135 pounds, but because of my discipline issues, I was I was walking around like 170 something, so I'll go down to 147. But um, I think it, it did me good having that little break, the two and a half year layoff. I focused just on um, coming down and weight, and then um, I came down to 140, and it's been going great ever since. Because I do feel like like I get overlooked, but um, for good reason. I see a lot of people they they haven't seen my full potential yet. Uh, they seen glimpses here and there, but. Uh, I mean, if if, the, if if Pedraza thinks that that he has me outgunned any type of way, I mean, he's gonna be mistaken on Saturday. I have, I mean, I, I was a 2008 Olympian. I was the youngest member on the on the boxing team. Everybody overlooked me when I made the team. They see me I was a 17 year old kid, uh, and I proved everybody wrong back then, and I'll do it now again. I feel like I, have, I feel like it's the same thing. Every fight I keep going in, in these fights, I'm the underdog. Imam, I was the underdog. Okada, I was the underdog again. This fight, I'm the underdog. But I mean, it's okay. Um, I've been in this position before, and and it's just uh, motivating to me. Being my next question was going to be about the Imam fight. Being that you know you you uh, said you you know you were the underdog. I thought it was you know maybe if he he may have been a slight favor in my book, but obviously you know you came through and not only beating him but beating him on that big stage. Obviously, you were around fight week. It was a major you know the biggest fight of the year so far. And probably will be the biggest fight this year, you know, with a lot of fights being canceled. Up, how much confidence did that give you, being knowing that a you beat beat him, and number two, it was on such a big stage that you know you you gain, probably gained some fans out of that. Yeah, of course. I mean, it was it was a great fight for me. Um, as far as confidence, I've always been confident in myself. Uh, in the past, the, the the losses I took, I knew why why I lost. It wasn't because they were better than me. It's just, I mean. First of all, I wasn't in my weight class, and I just wasn't prepared. But I know uh, with my coach now, Robert Luna, which I was with him in the amateurs, he's the one I went to the Olympics with. I mean, I feel like I feel like nobody can beat us when we're when we're 100% prepared, and that's how we've been our last few fights, and and that's the reason why I'm st- I'm in this position now. Um, I mean, it's been a lot of sacrifice, discipline. I went through a lot in, in this through my career, and to be in this position now, I'm just I'm thankful and grateful, and. and and I'm gonna take advantage of this. How much is going through adversity in your career? You're just 30 years old, like you said. You've been around a while. I mean, we've been following you since the Olympics, which was 12 years ago. You're still, just 30 years old. I mean, um, you feel you you definitely uh, you're now just now hitting your prime years. Yeah, uh, definitely. Like I've never been in any wars or anything. Even the losses I took, I never took any punishment. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's, everything's a learning experience. I went through a lot. Uh, there were times in my career that even the, the layoff, when I was saying, Kevin, I couldn't get a fight. There was times I, I even second-guessed if I was going to continue to box because I just couldn't get any fights. But uh, So that's when I went. I started working at a warehouse for a few months, a uh, graveyard shift. So I went through I went through a lot during those times. 
Um, actually, when I was at the graveyard, when I was working as, as I was working at Smart and Final Warehouse, I would watch the fights at night because I would go in at 7:30 at night and go out like eight in the morning. Sometimes I, I had seen when Pedraza followed Machenko at the warehouse when I was working. <laughs> I still remember that day. That's what like, man. Two years later, I'm over here. I'm gonna be headlining the card in Vegas. So I mean, uh, it was uh, it took a lot of sacrifice. It was hard for me to to just stop uh, going to the gym because that's all I've done my whole life. That was my first job I've ever I've ever had when I was working at the warehouse. So it was definitely uh, it was a it was a, it was completely different than what I'm used to. But I mean, I have a family, so I had to man up and and take care of them. Um, this is not, it wasn't what it wasn't what I wanted to do, but it was what I had to do, and it was it was my own fault. I put myself in that position and I had to man up and and do what I had to do. You think a win on Saturday night leads directly to a world title shot, whether it's against uh, the four-belt champion or uh, you know, if something becomes vacant or all four become, you know, you, you think a win and an impressive showing Saturday night leads maybe directly to a world title shot? I mean, it's a possibility. I'm not sure uh, exactly what Bob Aaron's plans are or, or how they're going to do it, but, yeah, it's definitely a possibility um, if – Taylor and Ramirez fight soon. They they vacate they vacate the titles, or I might have to fight one more time and then fight for the fight for the title. Whatever it is, I mean, I, I know this is a big win. It's gonna open a lot of doors for me, and it's definitely gonna get me in the mix and talks to to be uh, amongst the, the those fighters that are gonna fight for the titles. In the, in this day and age, we see a lot of guys who are fighting for world titles. Maybe we've never heard of them. They haven't beaten anybody to get get, get their get their ranking or or, or whatnot. You're going to, you know, with a win on Saturday, you'll win against Imam, who fought for a world title and is, you know, top, definitely top 10 guy, real classy fighter, and again against a two-division two world champion. So, you, I mean, you feel a win Saturday night, you you would have, you know, earned it, as they say, the hard way? Yeah, oh, definitely. I feel like I I, I definitely uh, I, I went over uh, Pedraza. I definitely deserve a title shot. Because, uh, uh, look, I beat Okada. He was once uh, ranked. Like top three or, or five in, in, in a couple um, belts. And then um, I beat Amir Imam, who fought for the world title against Ramirez and lost. And I'm beating Pedraza. He was a two time world champ. So, I mean, I definitely feel like I deserve it. There's some people that get, that get just handed belts. So, I mean, I definitely feel like I deserve it. Uh, last couple questions. Uh, what do you want to say to the fans out there before we see you this Saturday night live on ESPN Plus taking on Jose Pedraza? And I just expect a, a smart fight by me, all action. Um, and I just want to thank everybody for supporting me. Thank you for having me on, on your show, and I, I appreciate it. And the last question I always ask, uh, where, where, do you, uh, where can the fans find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on, social, on Instagram and Twitter, Javier Molina562. There you go, Javier. Thank you for a few minutes of your time. Uh, I know you just got out of the gym, and we look forward to seeing you, and we'll be talking along the way. All right, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank